Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science. With beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Around Ball Rock podcast here with Sean Keen, permanent hey. co-host. Sean, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, and this is a special, special we look. We've done something for you, our free listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've unlocked a Patreon episode to post uh, here because uh, it's important. We cover important ground, right, Sean? <laughs> On all of do. our Patreon uh, mm-hmm. episodes. Uh, but we thought you guys would like this one. Uh, the entire episode is with our good friend, Brendan McGowan. Follow him on Twitter, at Brendan J. McGowan, where we go through each and every NBA owner and decide whether or not we think they've been on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just wanted to unlock this because we think it's a really good episode. And also, uh, as a little, you know, like on The Wire, the first taste is free. That's right. You know what I mean? And for five bucks a week at patreon.com slash roundrockpod, you get a brand new episode of Round Ball Rock every week. So that would mm-hmm. mean up to three, mo- most likely two, though, episodes of our podcast a week, if you feel like going that route. So enjoy. the round ball rock podcast patreon edition starring dave schilling dick smothers tommy smothers joey divine pat paulson lorenzo music sean keen Don Novello, Bob Einstein, special guest, 
Brendan McGowan. Musical guest, AIDS Wolf. And now the permanent host of the Round Ball Rock Patreon, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock Podcast. And we are back with a brand new edition of our Patreon episodes. I'm here. We've got a very special. This is our first guest episode of a Patreon. But first off, before I introduce him, let's introduce, as always, my permanent co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. Great. I looked at Google News right now, and the mooch was the top story. I was shocked. Oh, uh, was he murdered in prison? Good day. What's was that? Was he murdered in prison? Uh, no, it, it, I don't know why it's the top story. He just said that Trump will turn on everybody, including the whole country. Um, the mooch, baby. I love the mo- mooch. Love the mooch. Miss the mooch. Remember, there was a much simpler time when uh, there were clowns for two days in politics. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, that laugh you heard earlier was our very good friend, uh, an expert in something we're going to talk about here today. Uh, Brendan McGowan. Hello, thank you very much for having me. Oh, I believe Brendan was on our second ever episode. It might be Is the first. Right? I can't remember. It's either the first or second. Yeah. Oh, when I when I predicted the uh, the Frankenstein monster Bulls team of Dwayne Wade, Rajon Rondo, and Jimmy Butler would win fourteen games. <laughs> <laughs> You you didn't have any faith in their vets. <laughs> well, I was wrong, but so were they. <laughs> so we're going to do something very special today for our Patreon episode. But before we get to that, we do have to cover one thing. Uh, so let's get to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News basketball news for humans and robots trust the process detroit pistons center andre drummond said the way he got into shape this summer is only allowing himself to drink one beer a day so (laughs) i'd just like to say congratulations on being on the zach low diet andre drummond (laughs) it's a Weird that he's just having one, I gotta say. It, but do you think this means he will be marrying a Croatian woman, it's Joey? It's very possible. It's extremely, extremely possible. Um, How many movies do you think he's going to be seeing a year? Andre Drummond? Uh, yeah. Like half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's been our news. Sean, should we explain what we're doing here today? Yeah, it's it's high concept, but I don't it's not that difficult to understand. Now, we should we should uh mention that we we came up with this idea before the events of this weekend. It's true. We came up with it Friday. But we are going to go through now now Brendan is an expert in uh, all things Jeffrey Epstein from a news gathering perspective, you perverts. <laughs> um, 
And so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to go through all the NBA owners. Uh, Joey's taking the West. I'm taking the Eastern Conference. Uh, and we are going to pitch their cases. Brandon is the arbiter of whether they've flown on the Jeffrey Epstein uh, Epstein uh, sex plane. Correct. Brendan, how into the Epstein case have you been? I'm certainly not spending my morning comparing the earlobes of a photo of him alive and a photo of him dead. <laughs> That's not a thing I've been doing. Um, I I have been uh, obsessed with this uh, f- ever since I read the Miami Herald piece, which really blew the, uh, the whole thing wide open. Um and read about the absurd plea deal that he got from the West Palm Beach case. Uh, things really ramped up for me I- when he was arrested in New York, and and more information came out about it in New York. But uh, yeah, I've I've got a problem, and I cannot. I'm I've said this before, but I am so into this. Uh, last week, it was announced that. Uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed is interested in assisting to prove that Saudi Arabia was behind the 9-11 attacks mm-hmm. in exchange for a guarantee the U.S. government will uh, take the death penalty off the table. And when I read that headline, I said out loud, I don't have time for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brendan, I I ran into – so the, the news of the Epstein, Epstein suicide hit yesterday. Well, I ran into- possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the suicide. Sorry. Uh, the um, I ran into. I um I ran into Brennan's girlfriend yesterday at work, and she told me that she woke up Brendan like it was a natural, uh, like a natural disaster. Like, yeah, you've got to see the devastation. Like, I can't let you. Sleep. You I, need to be awake as early as possible for this. I would tell you that it was more like if I had taken a nap and the Kennedy assassination had happened <laughs> because she, she gently woke me and then collected her thoughts to carefully explain that Jeffrey Epstein uh, had been, and she used quotation fingers, uh, had committed suicide in prison. And uh, I don't know if you know this, my dad's been in the hospital for seven months. So that was an interesting, like, uh, wake up and then wait to get the news kind of thing. But uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> immediate relief and then immediate heartbreak that I won't get to the bottom of why Chris Tucker was on the Lolita Express <laughs> instead of making Rush Hour 4. Yeah, it's weird that he um, that, that, that coincided with him not making movies for, like, a decade. Well, you know, Rush Hour 4 is on his IMDb, and I think it's going to stay now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So I'm going to admit something uh, that Jeffrey Epstein's shit was bumming me out. It bummed me out before he was, uh, quote unquote, uh, committed suicide in prison. It bummed me out. So I was avoiding it. So I want you to know that I know about as much as about uh, I know about as much about the Epstein stuff as Brendan knows about the owners in the NBA, which is I know very little, little about. <laughs> I know I know a lot about one ownership group, and I know nothing about the rest. And you'll find I, out which one as we move forward. Yes. Um. So I I did a fair amount of research for this. Uh, for Epstein related things, there is one ownership group I would say that seems 
particularly complicit. Mm, is it? Uh, but I think you could probably make a case for all thirty. Oh, interesting. Because I was well, thinking. Well, I mean, we're gonna let's let's get into it. Let's just let's, let's go, go into go it. Yeah, yeah. Alphabetically, Sean. Okay. Why don't you tell well, us about go, the well, Atlanta Hawks? <laughs> okay. Well, the Atlanta Hawks. I just want to start off by saying Grant Hill is a no. I'm pretty sure that Grant Hill. <laughs> Uh, did not fly on the sex plane. However, uh, Tony Wrestler, uh, the I believe he's he like Tony Wrestler. Um, let me just give you some background on him. He used to work at Drexel Burnham Lambert. Uh, you may know that because it was Michael Milken's firm. Um, that uh, you you might not remember this. Uh, he was very into junk bonds. Um, essentially, like grand grand scale financial fraud uh in 1989 they got fined 650 million dollars um after rudy giuliani threatened them with a rico indictment um oh then he started a a, other people that worked there included um nigel farage who you might know Mm, from from Brexit. uh, brexit brexit um also, uh, Sixers owner Josh Harris used to work there. So after Drexel Burnham Lambert um, essentially got bankrupted, um, they started Wrestler. Um, they founded a a, uh, a fund called Apollo. And uh, the co-founder is Leon Black, mm-hmm. who is married to Tony Wrestler's sister, Deborah. Um, apparently, Apollo was very involved with jeffrey epstein uh they allowed him to pitch personal track strategies to the firm's executives uh they had meetings at epstein's home epstein (laughs) was a director of leon black's the leon black family foundation Mm -hmm. from 2001 to 2012 i believe jeffrey epstein's first conviction was in 2007 brendan is that right yeah er, yeah early aughts yes so he i know he had to register as a sex offender starting in 2009 was for dr- for time now now the assistant district attorney's off uh, an assistant district attorney in new york did argue on jeffrey epstein's behalf that he shouldn't have to remain on the registered sex offender list and he shouldn't have to check in anymore yeah um the district attorney's office went to bat for jeffrey great epstein. great um, so, yeah, but at least for three years as a registered sex offender, still on the board yep. of the Family Foundation, um, Leon Black, again, Tony Wrestler's business partner of 30 years, gave $10 million to Epstein's charity in 2015. Tony Wrestler is 100% a frequent flyer, <laughs> I believe, on this plane. However, his wife, Jamie Gertz, is too old. She's not allowed on the plane. Too uh- old. <laughs> only, only young girls. Uh, so I will say first and foremost, uh, the, the, uh, the Leon Black thing, uh, makes me say absolutely yes, because Leon Black is not only financially tied to Epstein, Leon Black is a big time investor in what is, I forget their current name, but what is the new iteration of Blackwater and, uh, Blackwater has been, uh, allegedly involved in trafficking humans, in every area where they are hired to go and work as soldiers of fortune. Um, the, there are people who have made <laughs> the, the verbal argument, not as much proof on paper that uh, some of those people trafficked wound up on uh, either Jeffrey Epstein's uh, Island compound or his New Mexico compound. 
So mm-hmm. I got to go big time, nothing but net on wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and I got now. Now there's there's it's kind of a big allegedly. I want to talk. Yeah, allegedly. Um, I want to talk about one other member of the ownership group who is uh, Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx. Um, but I want to talk about her husband. Um, <laughs> now, now, okay, you Sarah going, Blakely, I just want to say. Uh, heads up, listeners, and Brendan and Sean. Sean did much more research than I did. The East is oh, okay. going to be much, much more. Uh, <laughs> well, these uh, are. Well, I mean, that's also the side of the country where most of the yeah. crimes happened. So that's fine. So you're going to. Um, okay, so Sarah Blakely, founder of Spanx, is married to a guy named Jesse Itzler. He is a former rapper, uh, he is white. He wrote a song for Tone Loke, and his debut song was called Shake It Like a White Girl. Um, he wrote a book about having a live-in Navy SEAL as a personal trainer who would, like, wake him up in the middle of the night and make him do push-ups or, like, drag him into the living room and make him sleep in a wooden chair. Um, however, they lived in a, now they lived in a building with Sting, which made me think, yes. But Bob Costas and Denzel Washington also live in that building, so I think Epstein would not be allowed in their home. Um, however, he also wrote and performed a song for the Knicks in 1992 that was called Go NY Go. And he founded the most damning thing of all. He founded something that was called a jet card company. So Jesse Itzler, I think, is a yes. <laughs> When you have a company that's based on like luxury private planes, Brendan, and probably the Navy SEAL, I I have to say he sounds too small time because he's not good enough at one thing to get in the room with Jeffrey Epstein. Yes, but his, uh, his wife is a billionaire. Okay, that is a whole different animal. <laughs> yeah, uh, I then say yes. <laughs> yes, Spanx is a billion dollar. Spanx. I did not realize. Yeah, she's not really made apparently. that kind of money. Okay. He, Jeff, okay. Jesse Itzler, no, not on his own. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think I don't uh, I think there's very few former rappers that are allowed on the plane. No, I don't think so. Uh, you know, it, your star has to be as bright as possible if you want to get a ride on the Lolita Express. Uh, yeah. you know, dependent upon your field cuz you know I don't think we're going to be talking about anybody like Steven Pinker, but uh, you know, if you're a, if you're a big time academic, you can get on the plane too. Yeah, especially if a lot of your um, quote unquote research is about how a woman's peak attractiveness is at age like fourteen, which I believe is a big tenant of Steven Pinker's evolutionary uh, work. All right, Sean, yes. you're up next. Uh, oh, we should trade off though. Okay. Because because this the the East is front loaded okay. alphabetically, Joey. So also also that was not representative. The Hawks just are so <laughs> embedded with Epstein. There's yeah. just so much there. It's yeah, crazy I mean, I, that all these evil people worked at the in like the same office in 1988, though. Uh, you know, I don't know it's the, if it's that crazy. The it's more a, we follow this story and see how connected all of these people are. Yeah, I guess uh, that's true. Okay, well, my first team is of course. The Dallas Mavericks and owner yes. Mark Cuban. Yes. Uh, Mark Cuban is the co-owner of 2929 Entertainment and chairman of Axis TV. Uh, he's very famously a shark on the uh, ABC show Shark Tank. 
Uh, he wrote an mm-hmm. ebook called How to Win at the Sport of Business, in which he mm-hmm. chronicles his experiences in business and sports. Uh, he made his money off of Broadcast.com, uh, which he sold to AOL, I believe. I've now lost that part. Yahoo. He Yahoo. sold it to Yahoo. Yahoo. Um, here's what yeah, I... Here's a, can I make a point about Broadcast.com yes, real quickly? He sold it for $5.7 billion on April Fool's Day in 1999, um, and it was shut down within three <laughs> years. That is Mark Cuban's entire claim to fame, is this product that was pirating radio broadcasts without paying for them. <laughs> I mean, it was just an incredible scam. And he's just been surfing on that wave of graft since then. Um, here's what I'm going to say about yeah. Mark Cuban. Uh, Mark Cuban, for sure, uh, has, you know, um, is allegedly, I don't want him to sue me, a sex criminal already. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's too small time to be on the Epstein plane. <laughs> I will He's say a man I who think... used to run wet t-shirt contests at a bar he owned before he owned broadcast.com. I'm sure he he is still running them on the <laughs> side, Joey. What I know about Mark Cuban is that he has no concept of the phrase low profile. Very true. Uh, I think uh I think he's a no as well, simply because he is too clearly eager to to let you know what he's doing yeah i think uh, he was texting epstein to get on the plane every single day and getting ghosted which is and which is why he allowed uh an insane uh amount of sex criminals to work under him uh (laughs) he was trying to branch out to to get epstein to, to recognize him yeah yeah he was trying to he was trying to get a promotion from triple a yeah, it's like when you when you make a brazen heist to get like a bigger mob boss's attention. I, for me, for me with this guy, it's more like he just kept mailing his demo to Capitol Records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cuban Cuban, I believe, has done terrible sexual things on like party buses before, yeah. but never, but maybe plane. not like a plane. <laughs> He's been on peninsulas, but not islands. All right, Sean, you're up. The Boston Celtics. Okay. The Boston Celtics. Now, now, Joey, the most distressing thing I learned here is, you know, Wick Grosbeck? I do know Wick Grosbeck. Bill Simmons. The owner. Friend. Do you know what his full name is? No. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know how you pronounce it. W-Y-C-L-I-F-F-E. Is his name Wyclef? <laughs> his name is Wyclef. He's gone until November because that's when the NBA season starts. I think it's Wycliffe, which is worse. Wycliffe, it's like if Wyclef was a butler. If yeah, if the, if the band was called the Refugees, yeah. you can only give your baby that name if it exits the womb wearing sailing shoes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Uh, um, okay, so I actually think I want to I want to get into just the ownership structure. I think. He and his dad are a no simply because they hired a coach who's an incel and a GM who's a Mormon. <laughs> it just doesn't seem very sexual. However, 
Uh, one of the minority owners is the Abbey Group, which is fronted by a guy named Robert Epstein. I don't know about uh, that. <laughs> are they related in any way? Because I couldn't find a relation, but it's impossible to to search for Epstein related right, stuff right now right. because everything is so search engine yes. optimized. You get every news yeah. article. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'll say I don't know, but it is a venture. I capital. will say that I, I I do know. Well, first of all, venture capital firm makes me think yes. Uh, just because right. Epstein came from the, that world, uh, and a lot of the people who were clients of his uh, were embroiled in in this thing. Um, Epstein's brother also is a real estate uh, investor who owns a building in New York City where um, a lot of the the victims lived and also the co-conspirators lived uh, that that broke uh, I want to say last week so if you know down the line we find out that they are related it is a family business uh, is is one thing that I've discovered in my insane uh, <laughs> research here so the sex plane is a family business well so they had uh, there's a building in New York City that's an apartment building that is owned by uh Jeffrey Epstein's brother and all of and all the models that Jeffrey Epstein was uh quote unquote models uh was running uh a lot of the wealthy people who like the pilots that flew the plane also lived in this building models pilots who flew the plane lived in the building uh co-conspirators possibly lived in the building um it's basically a building in on the island of Manhattan to house a lot of the people who make the machine of of the sex empire, the child sex slavery ring run. Oh, uh, so his brother okay. was in charge of, of owning that and, and running the, and, and was owning the building. So it is a family empire at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was actually wrong about the Abbey group. It is Robert and David Epstein. It is a real estate group that is mostly centered in Boston, but has a lot of uh, real estate other places. Okay. I don't, then I don't think that they were, I, I got to give that a no. Okay, final owner uh, to talk about, Stephen Pagliuca. Um, I didn't know this, Joey. He is the co- minority owner of the Boston Celtics and co-chairman of Bain Capital. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, also dude. went to do... Did we not know that the Celtics were owned by fucking we did Bain not Capital? Know that. God damn. Um, also, he went to Duke. So I wasn't sure about that, but Bain Capital seemed appropriately shady. I think that that is what's his last name again? Pagliuca. Okay, I have not come across anything like that uh, okay. in, in my research, and so I don't think that he's involved because uh, that's one I would not forget. Yeah, he's um, I don't know. He's like a Duke, Duke Harvard guy. Oh, Harvard is. He was he was an international tax specialist in the Netherlands. Oh, uh oh, that's a problem for him because Epstein, <laughs> yeah. Epstein's first job. So Epstein's first job out of college, uh, he dropped out of college twice, and then he was hired to be a high school teacher. Uh, mm-hmm. Which make of that way? Oh yeah. Uh, then he at a parent teacher conference because he taught at the Dalton School, which is one of the most prestigious schools in the world. Uh, he. Uh, is at a parent-teacher conference, met the head of Bear Stearns, who mm-hmm. hired him to work at the investment bank because he's really good at teaching math. <laughs> uh, so his first job at Bear Stearns, he worked at Bear Stearns at, in tax avoidance. 
Uh, and his okay. job was to help people avoid paying their taxes, the wealthy to avoid paying their taxes. So uh, those are two ships who probably crossed in the night, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, giving you a little more Pagliuca news, he uh, tried to run for Ted Kennedy's old Senate seat, and he is a member of Joe Kennedy's finance. Committee. So he is a politician and uh, works for uh, Bain and owns an NBA franchise and worked in uh, tax schemes. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's looking, uh, it's yes. really yes. looking really bad for this guy whose last name I'm not <laughs> going to attempt. It's yeah. looking real bad. Um, okay, my team, my next team is the Denver Nuggets, who are owned by uh-huh. Ann Walton Cronkey, but really owned mm-hmm. by Stan Cronkey. But even wait, 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 it's, wait, it's wait, her wait, money. Wait, go ahead. So she's a Walton of the yes, Walmart that's where they Walton? get their money. Okay. So okay. what happened is, well, do we do we know what the base the basis of Stan Cronkey's own money is, Joey? No, we do not. It's, I do. He was he, he married just, rich. He, he builds he builds real estate next to Walmart. Yeah. Yes, that's what he does. He builds strip malls next to um, Walmart. Yeah. But it's her money. But she's technically the owner because he can't he owns too many sports teams. He he officially owns the Rams, right? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. He oh, he officially owns And then Josh officially owns the Avalanche or I something. I believe he officially owns the Rams, the Colorado Rapids, the Colorado Mammoth of the National Lacrosse League. Uh, Arsenal, own Arsenal and the Overwatch, yeah. uh, the Los Angeles Gladiators of the Overwatch League. The- well, that's the important one. <laughs> so anyway, he married uh, uh, Walmart's daughter and then bought a million sports teams with him, uh, uh-huh. which to me immediately was like, no fucking way these guys are on the, the Epstein plane. Either of them, obviously. But... I do want you to know that his nickname is Silent Stan. Oh, um, and in the during the 2016 presidential campaign, he donated a hundred thousand dollars to the Hillary Victory Fund and a million dollars to Donald Trump's inaugural committee, which to me says Epstein plane. If you're going both Clintons and Trump, and your nickname is Silent Stan. You might be on that Epstein plane. <laughs> Here's uh, one thing I'll say about, and, and I'm pretty sure I can speak for Roundball Rock that this is their official position. One thing we know about Jeffrey Epstein, whose suicide was faked, um, <laughs> is that he had allegedly a egg-shaped penis. Mm-hmm. We do know that. Uh, Mr. Cronky. Uh, if you'll recall from when he moved the St. Louis Rams to Los Angeles, one piece of news that hit the the headlines was uh, if he has to use a public bathroom in the stadium that he owns, he sends a security team in first to clear the bathroom mm-hmm. entirely before oh, he will go right. in and use it. So I think he's a weird dick team member uh, along with Jeffrey Epstein. And that makes me wow. think there's uh, a connection there that he might have been on the plane. Yeah, I think Silent Stan has been on the plane, but Anne and Josh have not. I'm with you on that. All allegedly, by the way, I'm, folks. He may he may have been too cheap to get on that plane, though. That's the only thing I would well, say. Well, here's the thing. I don't... If he had to pay money for anything. I'm like pretty him. sure it was not on his dime, because most of this was about collecting blackmail, so Jeffrey was paying for everything. Um, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Then if, if it involves a fr- something, a free meal and a free trip, I say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Sean. Free meal, free trip, free uh, massage from a fourteen-year-old uh, girl from former Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very normal lifestyle these people lead. Uh, all right, Sean, you're up. The Brooklyn Nets. Okay, the Brooklyn Nets. Um, the only reason that Mikhail Prokhorov wouldn't have been on the Epstein sex plane is that he has so many of his own sex planes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually been arrested for sex trafficking in 2007 in the French Alps. Um, I mean, he's, you know, uh, a Russian billionaire who his fortune comes from looting the country in the 90s, along with, uh, you know, the gangster cabal that runs the country now. Um, Joe Sy, co-founder of Alibaba, I'm going to say is a no. Um, They sell counterfeit items on their site, but I don't believe you can actually traffic humans on Alibaba. So I'm going to say he's a no. Prokhorov, the only reason it wouldn't be a yes is that he has so much access to his, like, it could just be that he has a rival sex trafficking empire, (laughs) and it would be like bad business to go on the Epstein sex plane rather than his own wholly owned sex plane. I would mm-hmm. say the only way Prokhorov could possibly allegedly be involved is if he, uh, you know, if Jeffrey ever came by and said, not I'm like, can I borrow some sugar? He said, I need to borrow some girls that you stole from the caucuses because I'm running low. Um, mm-hmm. With the Alibaba guy, I don't think he'd want to be on a plane with a bunch of billionaires he's undercutting. Uh, so that makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, all right. My next team is our team, Sean, the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, our first owner, first up, is Joe Lacob. Uh, he grew up briefly in New Bedford, Massachusetts, then moved to Anaheim, California. I uh, went to UC Irvine uh, mm-hmm. and then UCLA and then got his MBA from Stanford. Uh, he was a partner at Kleiner Perkins, a venture capital investing firm since 1987. His investments have centered around firms involved in sciences, medical technology, internet, and energy, such as autotrader.com. <laughs> Great. Uh, before he joined Kleiner Perkins, Lakeup held executive positions with Cetus Corporation, FHP International, a health maintenance organization, and the management consulting firm of Booz Allen and Hamilton. Uh, Booz? Yeah, (laughs) B-O-O-Z. In interviews, he has credited his epidemiology degree for giving him a background in statistics that has fed... Epidemiology. Whatever. That has fed the statistical side of his longstanding sports interest. Uh, He then... um, was a primary investor in the American Basketball League, a professional women's basketball league that was trying to uh, compete with the WNBA. Yeah, this is this is early. Yeah. Um, and then he bought this. He he became friends with uh, Wick Grosbeck and was a part owner of the Boston Celtics um, and then bought the Golden State Warriors. Um, and here's what I'm going to say about old Joe. Uh, mm-hmm. The venture capital part is troubling. But that the his venture capital, uh, they seem pretty low level. 
You know, I, you're in, if you're, I don't think he's rich enough. If your headliner is autotrader.com, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I don't think you're on the Epstein uh, plane. Plus, I believe. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The man did famously fuck the NBA, uh, the the Larry O'Brien trophy, which yeah. I actually think is a point for in his defense on not being on the Epstein plane. Yeah, because yeah. that right. trophy is old. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's also that's also a more normal sexual encounter than anything that ever happened with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and also, also the ABL um, paid female players a better wage than the WNBA. I don't feel like like paying women a market rate is a Jeffrey Epstein thing. No, he's he, no, he was notoriously. Uh, uh, it was very important to him to not pay any of the girls an amount of money that they could say, "Oh, I'll never go have to go back to him." Uh, so I would say, uh, no on Lacob mostly because you said he, he joined a venture capital firm in the mid eighties. Yeah. 87. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, Epstein was already, uh, he was investigated. Uh, he was fired by Bear Stearns and he went out on his own, uh, to be a, a quote unquote, uh, uh, investment banker, uh, and run his own shop, which really meant he, he was getting, he got $250 million from the guy who owns Victoria's secret to go play with, uh, for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't think that he would have been in the same industry at the same time as Joe Lacob. So, uh, that's a no for me. Okay. Their next owner is Peter Goober, uh, also owns the Dodgers with magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a Hollywood man, chairman and CEO of Mandalay entertainment. Uh, co-owner of the Golden State Warriors, the LA Dodgers, the, uh, and the LAFC. Uh, he's also the chairman of Dick Clark Productions. Wow. Some of the uh, movies he's produced it produced include The Kids Are Alright, Soul Surfer, and Bernie. He also produced Rain Man, Batman 1989, The Color Purple, Midnight Express, and Gorillas in the Mist. Also, Witches of Eastwick, Missing and Flashdance. Uh, wow. His films have grossed over $3 billion worldwide and received 50 Academy Award nominations. Uh, Before being at Mandalay, he was at Columbia Pictures, then Casablanca Records, then Polygram. Then he was the president of Sony Pictures, where he famously bankrupted them, but then made money by leaving somehow. Uh, And then Mandalay Entertainment. Um, I think Goober might have been on this plane, you guys. Well, it's just the Hollywood timing. Like, Epstein was a a big Hollywood guy, right, Brendan? The two Hollywood people I know for sure were on the plane were Chris Tucker and Kevin Spacey. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Also, in the Little Black Book, you had, uh, which was released by his uh, Epstein's butler. Uh, Epstein's butler called it his life insurance policy. Uh, And then once it became public, he died of cancer six months later. but it, I believe uh, uh, Hugh Grant was in the Little Black Book. Uh, Woody Allen was in the Little Black Book. Um, oh, and of course, Christopher Lambert. Mm, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Raiden. Uh, ra- yes. The, Highlander. Uh, Highlander, uh, the Elder God Raiden, who is the protector of Earthrealm. You know, and had very little star power in the late 90s, but he was still on the planes or on the list. So who knows? Uh, but, I, you know, 
Based on the movies that you've listed, it doesn't sound like there's anybody I know to be a, a creep who was in well, those movies. The color purple is the one that really uh, sticks out to me. Because I've heard from another person I know who is obsessed with Epstein that they are 100% sure Steven Spielberg is on is in this list. Oh, I have heard, uh, yes, I've heard that people believe that he is uh, on the list, but I don't know where that comes from. I don't, other than he's been successful for far too long to, like, longer than most people are in that industry. But I don't, beyond that, I don't know where that comes from. Uh, so I I don't want to, <laughs> yes, I don't yes. want to speculate. Then look, all of this is speculation. It's all speculation and, uh, and it's all alleged. Uh, yeah, whatever uh-huh. I have to say to not be sued, but uh, Jurassic Park fucking rules. And until I have yeah. goddamn proof, I'm not saying that Steven Spielberg was involved. Me in too. It. I'm just saying that's the one that stuck yeah. out to me. Also, well, that's, he produced Tango and Cash, and I would not be surprised if uh, uh, our our man Stallone was on the Epstein no. line. I'm going to be honest. I would the counter argument I would have is I'm not sure what Epstein is providing him that he, as a yes. powerful Hollywood producer from the mid 80s on didn't already have yeah. you know what i mean like like he already had a potentially super sleazy job it's fair point. yeah Ex- definitely definitely a fair point uh, well brendan and, and granted, i'm not really defending him as much as i'm saying he committed his crimes yeah. domestically <laughs> yeah um i i would say that i agree with sean here uh it's it, okay. th- that's where i'm at with most of the hollywood people where it's like you can find uh, what Epstein offered elsewhere, but if you want to uh, present yourself as more than just an actor and, and uh, you're some sort of humanitarian, that's a guy you would hang out with. Jeffrey Epstein is. Uh, so that's all, all right. I well, wow! I can't believe the 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 uh, the warrior and the warrior got off scot free here. All right, uh, <laughs> Sean, <laughs> this is a fun one. <laughs> Sean, this is a fun one. Are you ready? Yeah. The Charlotte Hornets go. Look, no. Okay. No. Here's what I'm going to say. Any plane Michael Jordan is on is already a sex plane. <laughs> like he was a discreet individual from like 1983 on. Uh, also, likes older women, clearly. Yes. Um, yes. He likes Juanita older women. older than him. She was Reggie Theus's girlfriend. Uh, he listened to Anita Baker before games. Even though he has a younger wife, she was still 30 when he met her. Um, and from his time coming back to the Wizards, we know that Michael Jordan doesn't like young people at all. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> does not want a teenager around him in any capacity. Um He's just, he's way too private and he's way too careful. Um, I, I also don't think that Jeffrey Epstein was a big gambler necessarily. And that's the only way I could see like, like Jeffrey Epstein golfs like a rich person golfs, but not like a competitive maniac like Michael Jordan golfs. I just think that Michael Jordan has a pretty limited inner circle and it just wouldn't expand to these guys, you know? Uh, like why, why? Why wouldn't he just charter his own plane with Charles Oakley and Tiger Woods? You know, yeah. That's uh, my my thing is this about Michael Jordan, uh, and I, I certainly am not biased by the fact that I went to every Bulls home game in 1991. 
Um, the thing, the thing for me about Michael Jordan is, uh, he, when he like golfs, he goes to like Pinehurst, North Carolina and plays on tournament rated golf courses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein is not playing on a course that would make John Daly retire sometime. Think about retiring. You know what I mean? Um, I don't foresee that being a thing. And like Jordan was chasing like Madonna when he was in the NBA. Uh, uh-huh. And it's and I don't want to pretend like it's out of the realm of possibility that an NBA player could be implicated in this, uh, especially one who went on to be a politician. Um, but I just don't think that Michael Are Jordan you saying dollar bill Bradley. is going to be implicated? <laughs> No, in fact, um, uh, I would think it's more likely someone who was uh, blocked by Horace Grant in the NBA finals. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, but, so I yeah I just don't think I don't think it was uh, I don't think it was Michael Jordan um, because yeah. also also uh, I'll tell you this also uh, everyone who hangs out with Jeffrey Epstein would bug the shit out of Michael Jordan yeah that's it's just from reading um, that excellent Tiger Woods biography which I think it's just called Tiger um, they got it I wish I knew the author's name offhand um, Michael Jordan just seems like he already has the lifestyle of gambling and golf and access to women that like, like Michael Jordan is living a certain douchebag life, but, but you know, like he just doesn't, what would he, what is he getting from Jeffrey Epstein? He's not, He's not very political. His extravagant parties are him and a bunch of guys in jeans that don't fit on motorcycles, drinking tequila. It's not. Yeah. Uh, flying to an island and dancing with you know, yeah. So he just he just like he goes to Vegas, like like that's yeah. where all the things he likes are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, now it's my turn. Uh, the owner of the Houston Rockets, Tillman <laughs> Fertitta. <laughs> it's Tillman time. That's right. Texas Tillman, Trump supporter. Steakhouse man and billionaire buyer, Houston Rockets motherfucker, Tillman time. How does Tillman describe himself? A motherfucker. (laughs) Tillman time. Uh, there's no uh, way they were letting the owner of the Bubba Gum Shrimp Company on the Jeffrey Epstein sex plane. <laughs> this has been Tillman time. <laughs> it's Tillman time. All right, Sean, you're up. <laughs> I got to say, we just started g- giving you a little peek behind the curtains. Uh, we're now doing the drops live, and it is thrilling <laughs> to hear the Tillman time drop in real time. That was one of the best things that's ever happened to me. <laughs> Um, I will say, you know, it's also not his style to make it look like a suicide because he would have cut his throat. Yeah, he would have cut his throat. (laughs) Stepped on his throat and cut his throat. Yeah. Uh, Um, All right. Okay, so Brennan, I think you're going to know this one. So Jerry Reinsdorf, owner of the Chicago Bulls. Now, basically, unless that sex plane was constantly showing like White Sox (laughs) games, I think he might not be into it. But he did basically make his fortune 
with tax loopholes, right? Uh, yeah, uh, real estate tax loopholes, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then, like, and then now he just has super sweet uh, stadium deals with the Bulls and the White Sox. Can I step in here real quick? Um, yeah, I'm gonna say right away, this is a no because if he were on that Epstein sex plane. Drake and Adam Ro- LaRoche would have busted him years ago. Oh, that's a very good point. Yes. I also think very that good point. Uh, if because of the way he runs his organizations, which is like a, a Canadian mafia family where he's too nice to fire people or whack them. Uh, if Jeffrey Epstein approached him with blackmail material, uh, Jerry Reinsdorf's first reaction would be to put him in charge of scouting for the White Sox. i learned about the insane story about him verbally promising his assistant five percent of his like like he he promised his assistant birdo that she would get five percent of like the bulls and i mean i guess like everything if and when he Mm -hmm. sold them and then she died during elective surgery but it was only a only a verbal agreement, yeah. apparently. Uh, um, anyway, just just a crazy man. The only thing that made me suspicious is that he recently uh, invested. He he owns a fifth of of a global security firm, which he his co investors are like the former head of the Secret Service and Jeanette Napolitano's old chief of staff. He's also an investor in Stadium, the new sports media uh, company that is most... He's a minority owner. The majority owner is the Sinclair Broadcast Group, who are... Is that Shams' company? That is Shams's. Well, that's the the video company that Shams works for. Yeah. And they... Well, that makes sense because you need... Like, once you make Stadium and you've built the Shams cage for the Shams cam... You might as well have a global security <laughs> yeah. firm because that technology is transferable. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, they use it in a lot of black sites. Um, yeah, so I think it's a no. I think that the only person who you got a question about with regards to the Bulls franchise is the Worm, because uh, this is a guy. <laughs> oh my this God. is a guy who uh, did not hate being around underage girls when he played for the Bulls, and uh, is also flying around hanging around with uh, world leaders, and it doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense as to why. Kind of like <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's uh you know allegedly uh who I believe <laughs> to be involved. Yeah, I'm just again sad. again there's allegedly. no way I'm using that at the appropriate time or in the appropriate context but I'm just going to keep saying it in the hopes that it it saves me. Yeah. Um you know and this is all the Bulls franchise also uh Doug Collins did work for them. Uh he then allegedly slept with a minority owner's wife and was fired, but then was later rehired by uh, the Chicago Bulls. So I have a hard time believing that uh, Reinsdorf could be in on anything like this, especially the the faked suicide of Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, because it would, it would be blatantly obvious. It would come out like like we would have already had a leak saying that it was fake. Yeah. If, uh, it, was in, if it was related to the Bulls at all. Yeah. Our uh, foreman would have been like, well, you know, you just bribe a guard and oh, no. And then uh, and then he would have released a press release that was very mean about how difficult it was to work with Jeffrey Epstein on, <laughs> on getting massages from underage girls. 
Um, all right. My next team. Wait, we did we decide that one? I can't remember. He's yeah. a no. It's a no. I right. think we're still my there. next yeah. team is, of course, the Los Angeles Clippers and Steve Ballmer. Uh, and I'm going to say right off the bat, um, there's no fucking way Steve Ballmer was on the Jeffrey Epstein sex plane. Uh, if the it were Chuck the have... Condor's sex plane, yeah, he was probably on there. But <laughs> he, he he seems a little boisterous for that circle. I think, you know, I think the first time that he shakes hands and says, oh, Kevin Spacey, I love your work. The windows of the plane would have shattered and blown out. <laughs> And they would have lost cabin pressure in the Lolita Express. Yeah, so uh, like a like a fifteen year old starts massaging his foot, and he's like, oh, "That tickles! <laughs> that tickles! You gotta stop doing that, honey." <laughs> yeah, it's a no for Balmer. <laughs> you also have to consider a lot of the depositions that I've read uh, from the the victims of Jeffrey Epstein. These young women. Uh, the people that they're naming are the ones who are indelible and h- impossible to forget. Mm-hmm. And I think Balmer being, would be one of those. Yeah. Being near that guy would rattle you for life. <laughs> like literally give you tinnitus is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's a no. Right, no on Balmer. Yeah, that's the definite no. All right. Now it's time for the partiest owner of them all, Sean. Detroit Pistons. No, we oh. get the, it's it's not oh. yet. It's the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, shit, Dan Gilbert. Dan Gilbert. Now, this is he does run a company based on predatory loans, um constantly across the board, um assessing intentionally assessing things at a higher value to make loan payments higher. Um multiple cases has called their practices unconscionable. That's words from judges. Um, weird loans with giant balloon payments at the end that people don't notice. Uh, also gets lopsided corporate welfare in, in the city of Detroit, uh, where he is blighting blocks at a time. However, I think he is too small time for the Jeffrey Epstein plane. Like, it seems like he's content to just have influence in Detroit and Cleveland. I don't know, man. Um, I look at loans, Quicken Loans and Rocket Mortgage. I will say he is gleeful when it comes to harming people with, with little to no yeah. power. Mm-hmm. Like he would have, he, I just feel like he would have been boasting about I it. I think more. that he would. And like, because he's, he's very contentious and he like really goes over the top in insulting like journalists who I, report. On I him think that stuff. he was probably got past the first round of a possible invite right around the time that LeBron mm-hmm. left and they read that comic sans letter and they said, we can't go near this guy. See, I mm-hmm. was going to say the comic sans, the letter being in comic sans. Um, let's just say you wrote an angry letter, right? And then you were in bed with an underage mm-hmm. woman and you were like, Hey, will you read this letter? And she was like, Hey, this should be in more fun font. That to me mm-hmm. screams teen. Uh, so to me, it screams. I think his son having the disease from Jack, though, <laughs> might kind of like sour him on age related. Yeah, I think Fair he's point. a no. Um, it's he's close, from he's, this one's close. No, no, his soul, his soul yes, is correct right. for the plane. I just think his personality disqualifies him. He's from Ohio originally, correct? Detroit. I think he's from Detroit. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. 
Okay, never mind then. Yeah. All right, so he's a no. Now it's my turn. Genie Bus and the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Genie Bus has not been on the Jeffrey Epstein no. sex plane. No way. But and I do think Jim and Johnny would have liked to have been on the Jeffrey Epstein sex plane, but too too small time. It doesn't respect. But him. I'm going to say I think Jerry Bus was on the the Jeffrey Epstein sex plane at some point. Uh, he very very. Uh, famously once used to say he had a woman for lunch and a different woman for dinner. That is an actual mm-hmm. quote from Jerry Buss. Um, he's not very rich. He basically just owns the Lakers, but he was, uh, everybody says he was a fun guy. Uh, he was a chemist and a real estate developer and owned the, the Showtime Lakers. Also was good friends with Donald yes. Sterling. I got to say yes, because if I can quote Jeffrey Epstein directly, uh, he once said, I only care about science and pussy. So (laughs) (laughs) if you're a chemist and you're really into having multiple women uh, in a single day, uh, you are Jeffrey Epstein's kind of guy. He also used to play incredibly high stakes cash poker games, which I could see happening on the sex plane for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, can I can I ask you a question about f- the former Lakers president, Joey? Sure. Magic Johnson, what do you think? I don't think Magic Johnson's been on this. I mean, Magic Johnson doesn't need to be on the Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Je- Magic Johnson would already be trying to tamper the case publicly if he were yeah, involved. Exactly. Oh, you're right. <laughs> he would already be like, good job to the jail yes. staff. Man, what a prison. <laughs> Uh, so for me, it's a, yes right, on, uh, it's a yes on a uh, yes on uh, Jerry. Yeah. No on the no on the children. Yes. But again, yeah. those dude, those children, they wanted to be on that. Pool. Not Genie, probably. Uh, if it were like uh, the uh, um, the Torgasm sex plane, Genie Bus would have want, wanted to be on that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and also, five years from now, Rob Palenka is going to be telling stories about spending Thanksgiving of 2019 with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> um, all right, Sean, you're up now. The partiest owner of them all, the Detroit Pistons and Tom Gores. Yeah, I think it's Gores, actually. We've been saying it wrong. I just learned. Uh, okay, I would say he has a private equity firm, seems to party a lot, born in Israel, went to Michigan State. I think he's a probably Joey. Oh, no. Did you say born in Israel? Yes. Okay. Move to the move to. I think the Detroit area when he was like five years old, though. I will say that Ghislaine Maxwell, who was uh, the number two in Jeffrey Epstein's criminal child sex slavery ring. She's empire. coming up later, by the way, but keep going. <laughs> uh her father was a publishing magnate in the United Kingdom, and that's where she's from. It's where he's from. But when he died from falling off of his yacht, he got a <laughs> he got a state funeral in Israel, uh, which is where people started thinking, "Oh, that's interesting." And it turns out he was a super spy for uh, the UK and probably the Mossad as well. Mm-hmm. That's just something you should think about. Mm-hmm. But go on, yeah. Uh, 
I think he's probably, I mean, it's like just, just the combination of private equity and like, it's that kind of business. He's LA on Detroit based. Um, I think, I think probably that's what I'm saying. Probably. All right. I think he, I think he likes to that have that one's fun. kind of a shocker to me. Cause I didn't think he'd be rich enough, but, um, he had, you know, I don't know how long he's been super rich, and I think it's not that long, but it also is just, I still don't really understand how he was able to become a billionaire from that background, mm-hmm. but, or or just from his description of how he became a billionaire, but I don't know. All right, my guy uh, is the owner of the Memphis Grizzlies, Robert J. Para. Uh, he's only 41. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. He made his money as the founder of the Ubiquity Networks, a global communications technology company that Para took public in 2011. The age of 36, mm-hmm. Para earned a spot on Forbes' list of 10 youngest billionaires in the world. Um, mm-hmm. He's a definite no for me. One, he's oh, too yeah. old. I mean, too young. Two... Uh, of all the NBA, NBA owners, I'm pretty sure he's the only one who's a virgin. <laughs> and he once was described as the Jay Gatsby of the NBA because no one knows anything about him. And he's just like, uh, like a weird hidden dork. Well, he's, so he's, like, he's from the Bay Area. So, so I know a couple of people who went to high school with him, actually. And he was just like a really smart quiet guy who um every day at lunch he didn't like talk to anybody because he was just shooting baskets all the time he sounds fine right yeah i mean i think he i think he is probably perhaps i'm not i'm not trying to to speculate but but i think he is probably the nba owner who is most likely to be on the autism spectrum yeah his so what ubiquity did was ubiquity's early products utilized existing wi-fi technology to wirelessly deliver the internet to underserved areas e.g. rural areas and emerging uh markets so basically I mean, he's he, like a wireless man <laughs> but he he also just like has his company he's not running a crazy Correct. firm or it's just yeah. the one company and he's and, he and he's uh, aware of and he's aware of and familiar with the cloud and mm-hmm. the amount of uh, data and let's say <laughs> evidence one could place on. It. Yeah, he's and he's no fool. the The only thing is, he um the the only thing I could say is that I wouldn't be surprised if um he'd maybe cooperated with an intelligence service yes. at a point, but he's almost like. It's almost like too weird, like like <laughs> yeah, that that he owns the Memphis Grizzlies because of that, like <laughs> like staking out Graceland. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. Everything you've told me about him has made me think. Okay, like that's the only thought I've had <laughs> about this guy the entire time we're talking about him. But yeah, he's so that makes me think that he's he, a no. He's, he's a also, young guy. He hasn't been rich that long. Another. Th- I mean, what is uh, he like? Forty one. Uh, yeah, he's forty one. Another thing we should tell. Brendan about Robert Para actually is uh, he very famously um, used to claim he was the only NBA player owner who could dunk and also <laughs> challenged his own player Tony Allen one on one. But the coaches made that game not happen because they were He's like, you can't be one on one against one of our players. 
Yeah, that's a no. <laughs> yeah. This guy's a definite no. He also no. wears a yeah. shooting sleeve when he plays basketball. That's, oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> he also... No, he rules. He, he, this guy rules way too much. He I'm also, sorry. at one point, uh, when... Um, uh, he wanted to have an offensive coordinator and have his head basketball coach wear a headset like a football like a football coach where then the offensive coordinator would call plays. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's no this guy's this guy's legit. He's fine. <laughs> I have a feeling this guy might be a gamer. Might be a gamer. Um all right. So Indiana Pacers, they're owned by Herb Simon, mm-hmm. who um is a shopping mall kingpin used to co-own the team with his brother. His brother died, I think about 15 years ago, um, sued his brother's widow. If I understand the legal proceedings correctly. Um, and he is married to a former Miss universe from Thailand. (laughs) Um, but he is 84 years old. Um, he's based in Indianapolis. And I kind of believe his dirtbag move is more just like stealing money from taxpayers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like he got the city of Indianapolis to give him like something like 160 million over 10 years or something like that. I just I don't I don't think he has those kind of international ambitions. And like the trophy wife is where that energy went. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think people are like in, he's pretty rich, but I, I just don't know if that's really his circle. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would guess no, but I would defer to Brendan. How old did you say he was? He's 84. Okay. Ehud Barak is 77. He's the uh, former prime minister of Israel. And as late as 2015, he had financial ties with Epstein and was still visiting Epstein's uh, uh, private sex uh, locations uh, well after Epstein had been caught. So I don't think age is a factor uh, that we can Uh really concern ourselves with here. Uh, But, you know, I think I, I would tend to agree that it is unlikely that you would marry a Miss Universe from Thailand. Acquiring a trophy wife to then get on an airplane to cheat on with a bunch of people who are prominent, well-known, and uh, it'll be publicly known that you were on the plane at some point, just seems like uh, it's a no to me. That seems like a no. And that age difference when he got married was 68 to 33 okay. and now he's 84 okay i mean if he had married you know a 19 year old i would say maybe he's in the yeah. in the realm of a possible but no that sounds like a no to me he also has adopted uh three uh three of his wife's nieces and nephews i just oh it's he seems too indiana to indiana i guess uh, well he's very rich though i know that you guys are from the coast uh, yeah, and when you say things like he's too Indiana to imply he's a good person, uh, no, no, I I don't mean that. I mean he's like, I feel like he might not have the largest horizon. I, oh, I yeah, yeah, a, yeah, okay, yeah, I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you know what? He's also um, I didn't realize this. His company merged with uh, Eddie DeBartolo Senior's company, so. So he's like mob adjacent. 
Okay, but that still seems not Epstein. Uh, well, like, like it's he's not like most he's not like CIA agent. Well, Epstein's first big investor after he went out on his own was I think I mentioned him earlier, Les Wexner, owner of Victoria's Secret, who um, in confidential police files is considered to have mob mob ties. Um, so, and also the guy, the cop who. Uh, quote, found, unquote, Epstein uh, on the floor in his suicide attempt a few weeks ago. Uh, Nicholas Tartaglione has one of the top mob lawyers in the country working for him as well. So mob ties doesn't exonerate you when it comes to Epstein, in my opinion. But, but again, okay. but, yeah, but like, the, you know, he, I'm, I'm picking at a couple of pieces of evidence. The whole thing as a whole really doesn't seem like he's involved. No. All right. I didn't realize that the the eighties Niners were almost certainly funded by like uh, money laundering from the uh, whatever was left over from Myers Lansky's. Empire. I'll tell you this: everything that happened in the eighties was funded by <laughs> a global crime. Okay, my turn. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Joey. From. <laughs> from it's just we're already at an hour six and we still have several yeah. owners to go including we i do. think the most epstein adjacent ownership oh yeah, um, yeah which is gonna take four fucking ever to go through um but from two indiana we go to two minnesota glenn taylor who is mm-hmm. an american billionaire uh and a former minnesota state senator now you hear senator and you're like, this guy was on the Epstein plane, but it's the Minnesota state senator. Um, here's how he made his money. Uh, during and after college, Taylor worked at Carlson Wedding Service, a Mankato print shop specializing in formal invitations. In 1975, the company owner, Bill Carlson, wanted to retire and Taylor offered to pay $2 million over the course of 10 years for the company. The purchase formed the basis for the Taylor Corporation, a privately held multinational printing and electronics company with more than 15,000 employees based in North Mankato, Minnesota. And then he was also, uh, like I said before, a Republican Minnesota state senator from 1981 to 1990. Um, There's no fucking way this guy uh, was on the Epstein plane. He's only worth $1 billion. First off, he does not appear to ever leave Minnesota. And uh, he's so bad at keeping secrets. He was once banned for a year for signing Joe Smith to a secret contract. Which must happen constantly. <laughs> in the NBA. Uh, I, uh, so what I'll say about this is uh, I know what I just said about Indiana and I got defensive as a Midwesterner, but I will tell you uh, Minnesota they're much more aware of who you should and should not be having sex with because there are large swaths of the state where kids have to, in as high schoolers have to ask their parents, Hey, I got asked out on a date by a girl. Is she my cousin? We've got to check the family tree. (laughs) So they're aware of it and they take a proactive stance to avoid weird sex crimes is what I will say about Minnesota. So it's a no from me. (laughs) <laughs> okay um all right next is the miami heat 
<laughs> and this is I'm going to call this one a slam dunk, Joey. Um, he is a carnival cruise ship magnate, uh, which yes. means a lot of international waters. He is also deeply tied to Israel. He lives 65 miles away from West Palm Beach in Miami. I I mean, he, yes, he's a yes for me. Uh, he's an absolute yes for me. Yeah. Uh, the second I heard cruise lines involved, it's an absolute yes. Uh, because those are just boats of criminals uh, being shuttled around the world. And I mean the passengers. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm a full on yes with Mickey Aronson for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, yeah, it, and he, he lives in Miami. He owns the Miami heat. Like, like just look, look at everything affiliated with him. Look at Pat Riley's hair. Look at, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would say if you live that close to Jeffrey Epstein and you're a billionaire, there's no way you weren't at least at one of the parties in West Palm Beach. Also, you own a fleet of yachts? Come on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definite yes for me. Okay. Uh, I've learned something here, Sean. Uh, our next yes. person is the owner of the New Orleans Pelicans, Gail Benson. Okay, I'm gonna. I have a guess at this one, no, but go let ahead. Let me read you some. <laughs> let me read you just the section of her Wikipedia page called "Early Career." Benson uh-huh. began her career in receptionist and secretarial positions before starting a home buying and renovating business with her second husband, Thomas "quote T Bird" unquote Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Following their divorce, Benson started an interior decorating business called Gale Bird Interiors. She was involved mm-hmm. in 20 civil lawsuits over a 13-year period beginning in 1987 for allegations of overbilling clients, non-payment, and others. She was arrested and charged with theft of furniture from a client. The district attorney declined to prosecute. She had both state and federal tax liens against her business for failure to pay taxes. In the first 10 years, Gail and her then-husband, T-Bird, renovated 100 properties. So, uh, here's what I'll say. Uh, Okay. Yes, keep going. It's an automatic no from me. Because she's a Uh, woman? No, because I respect her grift too much. (laughs) Yeah. I think that she would be fooled into getting on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Because... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, she was hired by wealthy people to tell them how to decorate their own homes, uh, yeah. and then she robbed them. Well, can I read you some other things about Gail Benson? Game recognized game is what Let you're me saying. Read That's you. what, yeah, this is my initial thought, but keep going. Sean, we're learning a lot about Gail Benson today. <laughs> uh, there's a whole section of her Wikipedia page called Labor Complaints. <laughs> oh, now I, now, now I hate her and she did it. In 1989, employees of Gilbert Interiors Limited filed a lawsuit in Civil District Court Parish of New Orleans uh, for unpaid wages, penalty, and attorney's fees. The lawsuit was settled out of court in March 16, 1998. The judge dismissed the case as abandoned pursuant to Louisiana Code blah, blah, blah. Rodney Henry, former personal assistant to Tom Benson, filed a lawsuit accusing the New Orleans states and Gail Benson specifically of racism and violations of federal labor laws. 
The lawsuit claimed that Gail Benson had threatened him with disrespect because of his race. An NFL arbitrator ruled in favor of Henry and against the Saints on the labor complaint, awarding him overtime pay, a contractual payout for his dismissal, and attorney's fees. The arbitrator ruled against Henry on the claims of racism. Uh, Well, then this arbitrator is going to have to rule against her on the case of if she was on the Lolita Express or not. She was. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I also want to talk about Tom Benson briefly. Uh, who is dead? Cheever? No, Tom Benson. Uh, her third oh, husband, the owner of the New Orleans plane. Saints, and the one right, who right, bought right. this team. Uh, I, I think this guy was on the plane. Uh, I'm just going to say. Well, he, he did a Benson boogie after wins where he held a like a, a bejeweled umbrella. Basically, how Tom Benson made his money is he had a bunch of car dealerships, which he then moved all his car dealership money into local banks, then bought all of the small southern banks and formed Benson Financial, which he sold to Norwest Corporation in 1996. Okay. Seems like a good way to launder money. Banks? New Orleans? Mm, You got some shady shit going on. Racist wife? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> racist anti-labor thief wife uh oh are you twice divorced a thief a tax cheat and a racist marry me babe i just don't understand <laughs> how he wasn't on the plane also I'm uh here are some other th- that's why she wouldn't that's why she wouldn't trade anthony davis because it's like that's that's a you know mm-hmm. that's how you deal with a syndicate trying to poach mm-hmm. some of your assets mm-hmm. a rival syndicate right mm-hmm. yeah uh, also, his children are suing his wife over his assets. Yes. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, sure. Yeah. And now learning what I learned about Gail Benson, uh, she stole that money from those children. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Gail Benson is a. Uh, I'm going to say it right now. I hate her. She's terrible. But uh, good grift, Gail, Bre- Gail yeah. Benson. No. I mean that his his children were suing before he was even dead. Rich Paul to make that clear made a mistake yeah. fucking with Gail Benson is what I'm going to say you right now. Have, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the TNT show Claws, I assume. I've never seen an episode. Uh, okay, Milwaukee she put that curse on him. Yeah, uh, Milwaukee Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, boy, uh, here we go. Here we go. Mark Lassery. I, I do know about these guys. It's his own, like, engraved seat on that plane. He is a Clinton confidant. Yeah. Used to be Chelsea Clinton's boss. Among his other crimes, he used to play in the Molly Bloom poker games, which is what cost him the ambassadorship to France, <laughs> apparently, when that when those got shut down. Um, Mark Lassery, he's Moroccan, like, like, this is the profile of a guy who's going to I didn't see his name on one of the flight lists, though, when I checked it. But uh, yeah, 100 percent, I would say their other owner, Wesley Edens, is mainly busy pimping out his own teenage daughter rather than <laughs> uh, going on other ones. He said well, his 18 year old daughter to the draft to try to promote her Instagram. And everyone tweeted, oh, man, this girl's so hot. She was like 17. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah. Send your daughter. Uh, also, Wes Edens was implicated in the Wall Street sex dungeon lawsuit uh, oh. recently as well. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
<clears throat> Wall Street portfolio manager Howard Rubin, infamous for his role in Merrill Lynch losing $275 million in one quarter in 1987, paid people to lure them to a Manhattan penthouse where he bound them, beat them, and sexually assaulted them in a room that one lawsuit dubbed a dungeon. Uh, but the lawsuits also discuss Rubin's world and the people around him. One name that come up among multiple documents related to one of the lawsuits is that of private equity billionaire Aston Villa investor and Milwaukee Bucks co-owner Wes Edens. So uh, that's a yes on both these guys. Uh, if these guys were on the plane, uh, you know what? There's a pretty high chance uh, Jason Kidd was also on this plane at some point. Because they oh, shit, loved right, Jason yeah. Kidd. Well, okay, this might be... I still think the Hawks are the most Epsteined up, but these guys are mm, very close. I think the there's another one, dude. Uh, and, and I'll uh, also say this, you know... Uh, well, yeah, there's there's the obvious one. They, they, yeah. they took over the team from Herb Cole, who... Uh, there's no way. Was a senator. Yeah, he was a senator, but there's no way Herb Cole was, was on the plane. So it's just like... <laughs> It's a bummer, man. It's a bummer to even think about, honestly. All right. I'm up again. Uh, We're going Clay Bennett, the owner of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, He's a fracking man. Um, Mm. (laughs) He uh, where where is this? Um, Bennett is the chairman of Oklahoma City based Dorchester Capital Corporation, as well as the chairman emeritus of the board of directors of the Oklahoma Heritage Association. And served as chairman of the board racist. of regents. I'm sure it's racist. And chairman of the board of regents of the University of Oklahoma from 2011 to 2019. Now, I don't think Clay Bennett was on this plane because I think Clay Bennett was too small time. But I do think former owner of the Oklahoma City Thunder, and he's only former because he killed himself uh, to avoid federal investigation, Aubrey McClendon who co-founded mm-hmm. Chesapeake Energy, was definitely on the Epstein plane. Now, now, bear in mind, we are talking about an actual suicide here, not a prison guard-based yes. yeah, murder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I gotta say, when you drive your own car into a wall as the way that you kill yourself, mm-hmm. you know that you did something real bad. Uh, mm-hmm. and you deserve to be punished. So mm-hmm. I got to say yes on this guy. But Clay I do Bennett, think most I believe, of- is like their patsy. I think there are other owners of the Oklahoma City Thunder that are on there as mm-hmm. well. You wouldn't be surprised. Clay Bennett is like the one that's like, I just love Oklahoma. Boo, 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 boo. Fuck you, Seattle. He's that guy. Yeah. He's their yeah. patsy. These guys aren't really rich enough. Yeah, I'm going to say. That's the other thing. Also, and a lot of their a lot of their wealth was based on rigging the markets, which is what Aubrey McClendon was getting indicted. Also, like, if I can tell you one thing about rich New York guys, they don't want to hang out with guys from Oklahoma. <laughs> Yeah, they don't want. To, they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to deal with. Well, this is a fancy island, you know. They just don't want to. <laughs> they don't have time for it. <laughs> All right, Sean, um, you're up. The New York Knicks. Uh, this is this is a one thousand percent. James Dolan. Look, we talk about him a lot. We don't need to get into the whole history of this. But he tried to buy New York Magazine in 2003, and two of his co-investors were Jeffrey Epstein and Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> uh, uh, he, 
he loves sexual harassment. Here's something I learned in my research. Did you know that he wrote a song about Trayvon Martin, Joey? I did not know that. No. It's called Under That oh, Hood. Is it? Yeah. It, it, the qu- <laughs> the only question is did he play blues guitar on the sex plane? Here <laughs> cuz he did play it on the Knicks plane. Yeah, I think only after losses too, like to punish them. <laughs> So Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Harvey Weinstein also have an interesting connection because David Boys, if I'm not mistaken, was Harvey Weinstein's lawyer who hired Mossad, hired Mossad yes. agents to intimidate uh, Harvey Weinstein's accusers. And David Boys is also mm-hmm. now representing some of Epstein's accusers, um, purely out of a out of a, a weird. Uh, feud he has with Alan Dershowitz because he wants to prove that Alan Dershowitz was with uh, one of Epstein's victims. <laughs> so um, there are David Boyd's was also George yes, W. Bush's yes. lawyer yes. in 2000, I think. And he also has represented Microsoft against the Justice Department. So, uh, yeah. Hey, leave the my connection- man Balmer out of this. He was not there. <laughs> Uh, David Boy is also a co-counsel who took a great ownership stake in Theranos uh, and uh, uh, was very blood. litigious. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> Threatening uh, people. Hey, can I get on the Epstein plane? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It would be, be very great for me to do that. <laughs> I would really love to be on the Epstein plane. Uh, <laughs> also, can my 48-year-old boyfriend come? I uh I gotta say yes on uh JD. Uh he was on that straight shot to little JD and the sex planes. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> Handing out his mix CD at that New Mexico uh ranch to farm <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein's babies. Yeah. Ugh. Um all right. I'm up now again, and it is Robert Sarver, uh the oh. co-owner of the Phoenix. I mean the owner of the Phoenix Suns. Uh he's just a Frankly, for an NBA owner, pretty poor. He's only worth $400 million. Uh, He just kind of owns a lot of Phoenix real estate. Uh, There's no fucking way this guy was on the Epstein plane. (laughs) No, he he just like has like, even his look is wrong. Like, it just seems like he'd be be, like too smelly on the plane. To quote the greatest woman in Phoenix, uh, Robert Sarver is so cheap he squeaks when he walks. Um. Yeah. yeah, she said that to him in a city council meeting. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I would say that uh, you know he. I believe that there are people associated with the franchise who were on the plane, but I do not believe that he was one of them. Uh, oh, uh, do you want to? Do you want to? Uh, maybe. If anybody, if anybody from the Phoenix, I think that uh, Robert Sarver was probably on a conference call with Jeffrey Epstein, set up by uh, ex Phoenix Sun. Uh, Kevin Johnson and uh, <laughs> and uh, Kevin said, "Oh, you should meet him, Jeff." And Jeff said, "How much are you worth?" And Sarver said, 400 million And Jeffrey Epstein hung up the phone. Uh, so that's probably. And KJ's like, "We're cool, right? Yeah, We're still yeah. cool." So it's a no for me. I'm going to be honest. I got very scared. You were going to say Barkley there. I oh, absolutely. Too, and then I remembered Kevin Johnson. And I was no, like, <laughs> "What a relief!" Absolutely not. I've met Charles Barkley. I spoke to Charles Barkley. He told me to stay in school, not let's go have sex with kids. He's a good man. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. So Sean, this you is got a fun one here. This is what, 
possibly, I think this is the most evil ownership group in the NBA, is the Orlando Magic, run by the DeVos family, the only NBA team to combine multi-level marketing scams uh, in Amway with war criminal mercenary armies. And I am talking about Blackwater. Um, Betsy DeVos is in the Trump cabinet with the labor secretary who let Jeffrey Epstein continue his crimes uh, with the slap on the wrist, Labor Secretary Acosta. Um, now, I don't necessarily think that Betsy's been on the sex plane, but the DeVos, like, uh, Eric Prince has been on it, I bet. And I bet I bet her late husband had been on the uh, Yes, I'm, I'm yes on this. Uh, they are also tied in with the Ricketts family who own the Chicago Cubs. Uh, who are who mm-hmm. just held a fundraiser for Donald Trump at Wrigley Field? Uh, so they're they're political operators on a on a level that makes me think there's no way that they were not uh, at least the parties members of the family were at least the parties definitely um, the West Palm Beach mansion uh, probably on the plane because they're also incredibly close because they're in Orlando um, and they have. Mm-hmm. Nine different mm-hmm. yachts they could choose to to take to uh, one of Jeffrey Epstein's two islands that he owned. Yes, they are the worst family in America. Uh, yes, they are because Jeffrey Epstein never married. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, I've got the Portland Trailblazers, and their current owner is Jody Allen, Paul Allen's sister, who um. Mm-hmm. Basically, she co-founded Vulcan Inc. with her brother to manage their business and charity. Uh, she's on the board of trustees of the Experience Music Project. Um, I mean, she she hasn't been. There's on the no plane, fucking Joey. way. But <laughs> Paul Allen, uh, who of course um, co-founded Microsoft with Bill Gates, uh, who is the lady Epstein's? evil woman that they're looking for Ghislaine Maxwell uh she was on Paul Allen's boat last year that's pretty bad yeah um that's pretty bad uh if you read any of the 2000 pages that were released Friday from different uh cases many of which were uh, young women who were victims suing her specifically as a as a co-defendant um she is, she was in charge of corralling the girls, uh, and she would also go to Victoria's Secret's fashion shows, and billionaires would basically give her a sign and point at a model, and she would set up a, a quote-unquote connection between the two is another thing that has been alleged. Uh, she is number two in terms of involved in these crimes, and the only person above her is Jeffrey Epstein. Um, the other thing that gives me pause about Paul Allen, of course, is uh, uh, we know Matt Groening was on the boat. Mm-hmm. I mean, was on the plane who uh, is from Port, very famously from Portland. Uh, and there aren't that many rich guys in Portland. And Paul Allen and Matt Groening are two of them. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, it's looking bad for Paul. I would have guessed no on Paul, in fact, until I learned the boat thing. (laughs) Well, and, you know, someone took him out this year because he was going to (laughs) spill. He was alive when she was on his boat, or was that his wife that invited Uh, him? Let me reread this thing. It was uh, Henry Abbott from True Hoop uh, pointed it out. 
Give me one second. Sean, why I don't... think he was alive. Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, he was alive. I think yeah. I have it okay. open. Um, yeah. um, Dude. Yeah, it's... it's so that one's kind of a bummer, actually, because for whatever reason, I kind of liked Paul Allen. I don't even know why. Because <laughs> uh, he could play the guitar like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> Yeah, she was, uh, and it's that does not make it clear if he was living or dead, but I assume, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh god, okay, well, also, Paul Allen's yacht was called the Octopus, and it was described as a 400 foot, one foot floating pleasure palace. Okay, so that's uh, a full on yes from Paul Allen. That's um, a full on yes. I mean, I also, you know, there's people, there's people that have connected Bill Gates to Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's it's tough for me to imagine. Which that. had I know that known that look, Balmer still wasn't on there though, right? Balmer is a Microsoft man. <laughs> I just, uh, Bill, yeah, I mean, Bill Gates left is like basically a, a philanthropist. At this point, uh, is his whole deal, and he runs a, a foundation not unlike the Clinton Global Initiative. Uh, so I would assume that those connections were made after he okay, kind of stopped running Microsoft and, and became like, "Keep, I'm gonna, I'm gonna." Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I knew that when we were talking about Bomber, and there's a reason I didn't bring it up when we were talking about Bombers because I don't believe Bomber was there. Yes, yeah. again. He'd be number one because it's like I'm deaf in one ear. Yeah, I'm I'm deaf in one ear from being on the Lolita Express with Steve Ballmer. Yeah, this this bald screaming man made me dress up as a condor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, you're up next. This to me is the one I thought had the most Epstein. Oh well, it. It's very Connection. Trumpy. So Josh Harris is the owner. It's He's a big Trump donor. Seventy yeah. Josh Harris worked at Drexel Burnham with uh, the Hawks guys. Uh, so he was he was there with Ressler and, and Leon, Leon Black. Black. Um, the minority owner. Uh, there's a guy named Adam Aaron who used to run Vale Resorts, which was a bunch of uh, resorts in Vale. Which is uh, absolutely Epstein abuse territory. Um, there's also a guy, part of the named David Blitzer, who is the acquisitions manager at the Blackstone Group, which was almost. It feels like the name was designed to seem as evil as possible. Like this <laughs> is like it's like Treadstone, uh, <laughs> the group that you know trained Jason Bourne. Um, one of the execs at the Backstone Group became uh, Bill Clinton's deputy secretary of the Treasury. And this is not necessarily Epstein related, but I thought it was interesting. In late 2000, the Blackstone Group acquired the mortgage to the World Trade Center. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. We got to leave that so alone. They, they knew about the, So they're probably in with the Saudis, I would say, clearly, right? Um, the the one hundred percent the the Sixers organization is implicated, but also maybe it's possible that the Sixers did nine eleven, the the first stage in the process. Jesus, yeah, Look, you got to tear things down to build them up again, right? That, isn't that the whole philosophy? Mm-hmm. Look, a lot of massive losses are acceptable for the Sixers. 
so Vale Resorts, if I'm reading this correctly, uh, announced the sale of the inn at Keystone to Dallas-based Real uh, will, will be rebranded to Hyatt Place Keystone. Uh, the owner of the Hyatt hotel chain is the Pritzker family. Tom Pritzker was also named as uh, uh, someone who Jeffrey Epstein forced underage women to uh, engage with sexually. So it's looking real bad for everyone you've just mentioned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. David Blitzer sounds like a guy who should be in. Prison. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll also say, uh, Pretty much every name we've said on this sh- this show sounds like someone who should yeah. be in prison because uh, they really didn't come by this honestly, except for maybe the bus family. Um, uh, also, yeah. don't forget about Gail. Gail grifted her way there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I did respect her until I found out she didn't pay her labor, uh, which is the, she should go to jail just for being uh, a wage thief. Um, and a racist wage thief at that. Uh, you know, I... So yeah, them needing to go to jail is one thing, but uh, you know, like it's it's sounding real bad for everyone involved with the Seventy Sixers, uh, especially because you know there's also the Manhattan townhouse where they could have just taken a train, not unlike uh, Mister Two Families, JJ Reddick. You know they could have driven that JJ uh, Reddick secret family corridor straight up to the Epstein mansion. Yeah. So I'm saying Any yes. I, I'm saying yes on the seven sixers. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is it was very damning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's 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 more minority owners that I didn't investigate, but I'm sure they're also well, terrible. There are three people I would like to mention. Uh, and they are famous enough where Brent, we don't need to give any background. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry. I, I did want to clear to minority owners. Uh, yes. Okay, Brendan. Will Smith. Do you think he was on the Epstein plane? The actor Will Smith? The actor slash rapper Will Smith. I do not think he was on the plane because we would have heard about it by now. Okay. Jada Pinkett Smith. Do you think she was on the plane? I do not think she was on the Epstein plane. What about Kevin Hart? Was he on the Epstein plane? He wasn't famous enough before... before... He was on the soul plane. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. You gotta remember, you gotta remember <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein was found to be a, a voracious pedophile in 2007. So I don't think yeah. that... Uh, that's the same year, like his career. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Hart's been in like forty yeah, year old. Yeah, there's no way he it. wasn't famous enough at the time. Okay, uh, now it's my turn. The owner of the Sacramento Kings, Vivek Ranadive. Uh he is a founder and former CEO of Tibco, a billion dollar real time computing company. Uh, he also owns. Uh, he also founded uh, Technicron a technology incubator. Uh, and then in 2016, Rana Deve founded Bo Capital, an early stage startup investment firm in partnership with UC uh, Regents. I'm going to say no on Vivek. I don't think there's, I, I think there's very little chance. I mean, of Vivek. yeah, it sounds like he's more concerned with building Skynet than, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a weird tech dude. He's too yeah. tech for them. I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's very too hands-on with it, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, now, the Kings are also co-owned by uh, the Jacobs family, who are the chairman of Qualcomm. 
What is Qualcomm? Uh, it's, it's like an email. So it's yeah, a telecommunications software. equipment company. They make like routers. Basically, me asking what is Qualcomm means that they're not involved. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. They're also like very California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like like semiconductor company. Um, <laughs> no way, dude. That's not. There's no flash there. Epstein was into like people that would help him believe that he's going to hack the human genome. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what he liked. Uh, he liked being around scientists where he could bounce insane ideas off of, and uh, and billionaires who he thought he could rip off to pay. Which for. Paul Allen also liked to bounce uh, insane science ideas off of people. So that might be the connection there. All right, mm-hmm. Sean, you're up next. Uh, the Toronto Raptors are owned by Larry Tenenbaum. Uh, his money comes from a civil engineering firm. Um, they do a lot of construction in Toronto. Uh, a lot of it seems to be concrete and asphalt based. Uh, he has a private equity firm, but it looks like it mainly acquires, uh, contaminated land and repurposes it. I just, I think this dude is a no. That's so boring. I've almost fell asleep. There's no way. (laughs) Exactly. Like, and then he, you know, and he also owns, I think he owns the, the whole, like, entertainment sports group like he owns the maple leaves too mm-hmm. but uh no i mean he, it literally seems like his his business is like cement based no he's fine uh yeah. all right uh your next owner is the owner of the san antonio spurs peter holt uh whose net worth is only 200 million dollars by the way which means he is poorer than robert sarver <laughs> I think that might be because he just got divorced as well. Um, Anyway, he's the CEO of Holt Cat, the largest Caterpillar dealership in the United States. Yes. (laughs) And, of course, the owner of the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, A couple of other things about him. Uh, Holt served as the... uh, um, Wait, hold on. Sorry. Uh, Holt served as chairman of the United Way of San Antonio... Uh, he's member of the World Presidents Organization and is a trustee of the Palmer Drug Abuse Program. Uh, he also is the chairman of the board of St. Mary's Hall, a private school in San Antonio. Uh, frequent contributor of the Republican Party gave $500,000 to Rick Perry, um, mm-hmm. which uh, Rick Perry then, because of that, appointed Holt as commissioner of the Texas Department of Parks and Wildlife. Uh, strong supporter of international trade, Holt is a board member of the Free Trade Alliance San Antonio. <laughs> this guy, uh, this guy okay, literally just I, lives yeah. his life in a tuxedo going to different events for these <laughs> bullshit charities. I mean, there's no, he didn't have time. This guy did not have time. He's like, uh, he's like a stand-up comic who has, uh, a, like, con- consistent gigs at the Hollywood Improv, but also does rideshare. He doesn't have time for Yes. <laughs> the only connection is, like, Greg Popovich is clearly uh, still present ties to intelligence services. But I think he'd, I think he'd be, like, yeah. I could see him being, he's like, Greg a counter Popovich, yeah. to Epstein's info, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, yeah, Sean, th- you're up. Fully clear. San Antonio Spurs, fully clear. My clears. final, final Eastern <laughs> owner, Ted Leonsis of the Washington Wizards. Uh, 
I, look, I'm just going to say I think he's a no. If he'd been accused of like misbehavior on the Rolling Stones plane, possibly. Um, <laughs> we've talked about his desire to reunite Fugazi. Let me tell you, he produced a documentary about the Nanking Massacre. Uh, but the best thing I learned today about Ted Leonsis is that he is the co-inventor of uh, a board game called Only in New York. Um, and according to the description, it <laughs> blends street savvy and smarts needed to make it in New York City. Players move around the city answering trivia questions about the city and receive the letters N-E-W-Y-O-R-K by answering at least one question correctly. So I believe he's the only NBA owner who is also a board game well, inventor. And I, I so think he's, he's surrounded old, by the swamp in DC and the deep state. And he's also mm -hmm. building a board game where you travel New York in search of something. <laughs> I think it's more likely it, it's more likely that he's Q than he was on the plane with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> uh, so he's a no. Um. All right. Uh, mine is Gail Miller, the former, uh, <laughs> the 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 wealthiest person in Utah, the widow of Larry H. Miller. Um, it's kind of unclear where Larry Miller got his money, but there, uh, it seemed like just owning movie theaters in Salt Lake City. Uh, Gail is also a member of the G the, the, he's a Mormon. she's a Mormon. Uh, there's no fucking way that a Mormon was on the sex plane. At least a Mormon woman was on yeah. the sex plane. <laughs> I mean, unless she was like, had been kidnapped. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think that, uh, she is a no as well. Um, <laughs> I think she's a no. Yeah. If it was like, if we were, Closer to like 2010 and the Warren Jeff stuff was just hitting the newspapers. I'd be more inclined to think eh, maybe a Mormon's involved. But no, I mean, I think that mm -hmm. a lot of the weirdo, uh, you know, ownership of wives stuff is is. Uh, you're more inclined to, to be into your weird sex stuff in Utah than bring it on the road with you. So I doubt that she was on the phone. If it like I know I don't yeah. even know if there I is think weird sex stuff with her. I think that's right. Like, yeah. It just seems like it's a thing that is done in house if it is done. <laughs> you know. Um. Well, that's all the owners. I I wish I'd thought to talent to we tally did. how many we thought were on there, but um, less than I would have assumed, honestly. I had name a team. Name a team, and I'll tell you yes or no, and I'll, <laughs> I'll probably remember. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do uh, no, round. I think we've we've done enough. We're at two hours. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's only an hour. Yeah, only an hour and forty five minutes of this. Um, uh, for the Eastern Conference, we had nine and a half, and for the Western with Conference, the Boston Boston being a split. Western Conference, I think we only had like one or two. Um, I told you it's it's all most of these crimes were on the East Coast. Uh, you know. Uh, thanks, boy. thanks for boy, coming oh on, Brendan. What a day. Uh, yeah. Sorry, anytime it was, called, it was on anytime. The talk about child sex slavery. <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, we didn't get into any details, which is why I'm fine with talking about it. Uh, so I'm very happy that we were able to out a lot of these ghouls. <laughs> yes. 
these theoretical alleged ghouls. Um, and is there anything you want to plug? Um, I'm just tweeting about Epstein. If you want to see it, you can come look at it. It's uh, my name, Brendan J. McGowan at Brendan J. McGowan on Twitter. Uh, it's real dumb. And uh, I'm half joking, but I'm kind of serious, too. Uh, Sean, what would you like to plug? Uh, if you're up in Arcata, um, come see me feature for Ben Cronenberg in uh, the city of Eureka at the Savage Henry Comedy Club on uh, August 17th or for Caitlin Gill on her uh, tour. Actually, go see Caitlin on her major tour. Uh, she released an album. It's called Major. It's the name of her dog. And you can see me feature for her in a, in uh, Eureka on Thursday, August 22nd. Uh, and then as for me, you can always follow me at Frankie Muniz, where this week I tweeted just a straight up classic Frankie Muniz tweet <laughs> on, <clears throat> excuse me, on August 8th, 2019, I tweeted, just went whitewater rafting and split my head open. On the way home, my motorcycle broke down. I'm just going to watch TV the rest of the day. Hashtag Montana. (laughs) Sean, did you write a song? Uh, I did write a song. Let's just just play it. All right. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's uh, not believe that it was suicide. (laughs) Hey, this is the ghost of Tom Petty, bringing you a song about Miami Heat power forward Udonis Haslam. Man, and I thought my body was decomposing. Let me sign again with Riles. I'll follow Coach Spolstra for miles. Can't believe I'm getting paid Even though we ain't got Dwayne Wade So let's get a one-year deal Coach Thorpe will keep it real And I'll head down to the paint Am I shooting? No, I ain't You done this how it feels you don't know how it feels to be a he. Jimmy comes, Hassan goes. Last year I shot four free throws. My 17th year in the league 15 more than Marcus Teague So let's trade for Chris Paul The vet cut off my dog's balls And let's take me to South Beach I'd say my talents, but that's a reach You don't know how it feels you don't know how it feels to be a he. Hey, me and the Heartbreakers are a big fan of the whole Miami Heat organization. Like to party with Flo Rida's manager? 
once back in the 80s, I was hanging out with Pat Riley at the Forum in Jack Nicholson's secret drug closet. Stevie Nicks did about half a pound of cocaine. Talk about showtime, baby. Gloria Stefan's rocking now, but I'm focused on blocking out. Jimmy Buffett knows my name and he's ejected from the game. So let's sit on the bench, ignore Kelly, a Linux stench, and let's not consider why I'm on the roster till I die. You don't know how it feels. Pat Riley don't want me to squeal About LeBron's illegal deal With the heat You don't know how it feels You don't know never squeal But that Chris Boss sketchy deal Was with the heat By the way, in case you're wondering, Jeffrey Epstein isn't here in heaven. But a hobo who's almost the exact same size and age as him did arrive Saturday. And boy, is he pissed at Prince Andrew. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.